Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, Mike Frerich's with us this morning. Michael, how are you? Dave, CW, I am good. I did not expect to be talking about uh, the Royals this morning. <laughs> well, we'd like to bring... to be discussing the line I bowl with. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we, uh, we ran out of that, so we went to plan B. <laughs> <laughs> well... Can we discuss the first half? Yes, we can. Did the second half happened. Sure, that uh, sounds fine. I, I thought it, things it, were moving. Time we can even do three quarters. Yeah, it was moving kind of slowly. I felt, and mm-hmm. I was kind of uh, you know channel surfing back and forth, and then all of a sudden the line I made a big move, and I thought, well, now things are starting right. to happen, but not quite. Yeah, eventually the floodgates opened. <laughs> Just in the wrong yeah. direction. Yeah, yeah exactly that's right. right. Yeah. We saw we've got a lot of a lot of work yet to do, but that's okay. So still eight and five. We we, we do, and uh, and despite my jokes here, uh, we should <laughs> stop and think about what a good season it was. Yeah, and the way we wanted to, but it was a lot better than uh, a lot of our recent seasons. And I think that Coach Bilma has uh, has built up a lot. We still have more work to do, but uh, look forward to future wins. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad to hear the state treasurer feeling that way about the fighting Illini. So that's a good thing. Well, we we always have basketball season, and I feel pretty good <laughs> yes, about that. Yes, we do. <laughs> Just let's not discuss that Missouri game. And, yeah. uh, we'll be okay. And the uh, women's program has really taken off. Oh, yeah, that win against Iowa was really nice to see. Um, it is good to see that, that change in direction. It's a uh, uh, a team that has been historically had some really good teams, but it's fallen on some hard times. Um, you know, if you're looking to be optimistic, if you're looking to have a little fun, there are bright spots out there. Well, Mike, how are you getting along with the governor these days? Well, we'll both be inaugurated in just under a week. Uh, you know, uh, the Constitution divides up our responsibilities, so I think we get along okay. We just don't work together that much. <laughs> I'm the chief investment officer. Um, he runs much of the rest of state government, and uh, and hopefully, if we all pull together, uh, we'll get the state going in the right direction. And I think the last year, year and a half, we've had some really good news uh, from both of our offices. Well, tell us a little bit about what's happening with your office right now, and what's the latest with that, sir? You know, my, my job as the chief investment officer is to make more money for the state through our investments. We know that every dollar we can make in interest for the state is a dollar that doesn't have to be raised in taxes or a dollar that doesn't have to be cut for things like education or higher education. And so we're approaching a, a nice milestone, about $1.5 billion earned in interest. That's a billion and a half. Like I said, that doesn't have to be raised in taxes. But we also uh, smashed records for our uh, college savings, set up new programs to help people save for retirement so they can have retirement with dignity, and set up a new program to help people with disabilities. And we're going to continue to build on those for the next four years. All right. Well, sounds good. What are you up to in the next few weeks, Mike? Well, I'm going to get re-inaugurated next, next Monday. Yeah. Uh, then we'll have uh, the House and Senate inauguration next Wednesday. And then the legislative session begins. 
and we've got some things we want to do to improve our college savings program, improve our retirement savings program, uh, and to make sure we continue to earn good returns for the state of Illinois. So uh, that's what I campaigned on. That's what we intend to do uh, when this new session starts. Wait a minute. You said you were going to do this, and now you're going to do it? Let me write that down. <laughs> you know, it's just kind of weird in this state. You know, I was my, my second reelection. <laughs> this is my third term. Yeah. And I found is if you tell people you're going to do something, and then you do it, and you explain what you did, they'll send you back for another term. <laughs> if, you, if you make outlandish promises, don't deliver, some yeah. people will turn on you. It's amazing how many people haven't learned that, though, over the years. Uh, it's true. You look at the number <laughs> of uh, federal investigations into elected officials, and you think, we've all seen these. Yeah. We all know the feds are watching. And yet some people continue to do stupid stuff. It is, uh, it's somewhat beyond comprehension. Uh, the fact that people see all of the other politicians getting arrested and think that somehow they can get away uh, with what they're doing. How about George? I, you know, I, was, I, was raised, I was raised up in Gifford. My mom said, just uh, uh, do your job, be honest, and everything will take care of itself. And that's what we've been trying to do. Well, that's good advice. Uh, tell me, uh, uh, George Santos is uh, going to head into Washington here pretty soon. <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you think he's going to do? Uh, well, I don't think they have a mechanism to remove him from office. Yeah. Made it clear he doesn't want to. But I think that people need to, to set an example here. Um, here's a guy who just not embellished. I mean, we, every, everyone might exaggerate on a resume, but just made up a resume out of whole cloth. Uh, he's completed complete fabrications, takes no responsibility for them. And I would hope that his colleagues would sort of hold him to a higher standard. If they can't remove him, they should at least make it clear when those running for office uh, just lie to their constituents, there ought to be consequences for it. What I don't understand is he was so good at this and made such a, a big deal about it, he ended up winning the election. Did no one have this figured out ahead of time? It just seems like they could have done something. I, I have no idea. because <laughs> Some of these lies are just easily verifiable. And, yeah. uh, and a good campaign should, con should conduct opposition research and a healthy media should be investigating and holding candidates accountable. Yeah. But I think we've seen that there has been a real significant reduction in the number of uh, paid reporters out there. You know, since my time in office, I, I came to Springfield the first time 16 years ago, and you could look at the press box and it was full. The News Gazette had someone there full sure. time. There were a couple people from the Springfield paper. There were people down there from Chicago papers. And today you show up, it is a shell of its former self. Yeah, but so maybe some of those people think they can get away with this because they don't have a media there watching them and holding them accountable. That's probably true. It's probably a big part of it. Well, Mike, thanks for your time this morning. We sure appreciate it. Thank you both, and uh, wish you both a very happy New Year, twenty twenty three. Still, I have to say it a few times before I start uh, <laughs> writing it correctly. Yeah, I understand. Uh, my my checks for this month will all say 2022. I'm sure. So it <laughs> takes time. It's hard to break, especially the older we get. That's yep. right. All right, Mike. Thank you, sir. We appreciate right. it. You both have a you both have a great morning. You we'll too. Take care. Thank you, sir.